Yeah, that's true. Well, let's hope it didn't catch that part. I am gonna uh, rip a bowl right now. Uh, okay, that's fine. Hello, Should guys. Probably wait a little bit. Hey, what's going on? What's going on, cuties? No, no, no. I'm like very excited right now. And uh, why is that? Because <sighs> Call of Duty's out, and I'm just itching to fucking jerk my dick to it. I mean, play it. I'm at play it. Met play it. Yeah, no, I'm slacking, bro. I didn't even pre-order it. I haven't decided on picking it up. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah, I know. It like how, how was it, John? Like, um, because I only played that when we were there in Florida like have, weeks ago. I haven't played, bro. I literally haven't played since before then. Really? Oh, excuse me. But the the demo. Okay, this is going to sound stupid. The demo. There's a lot more maps than that, right? Oh, yeah, of, than, course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The demo okay. usually drops like two or three maps tops, I think. Okay, I gotcha. But then, like the the gameplay is pretty much the same. Like the the ground war is the same. Right. You'll get like your TDM, your fucking ground war, capture the flag. I'm assuming. So, do you know what the difference? Actually, both of you can answer this. Do you know what the difference is between, um, Treyarch and Infinity Ward? Because I think this is Infinity Ward, right? Uh, I think so, but I'm pretty sure it's just different companies that took turns making Call of Duties year after year. Yeah, but then. Black Ops, so Black Ops was 2018, right? right? So this year it's 2019, obviously. But the Black Ops, they have the classes that you can make because this you is the very make, first. You can make classes here. You can make classes there. Yes, you can. So, but is there is there things like um, what what the fuck are their name? Battery? Oh, no specialist, no. It's no all specialist. It's all yeah, basically like really it's ba- basically it's old school. You have your you know you got perks and whatever and then you got you could do your weapon classes. But the one thing that I uh, I don't know, I guess I don't like yet it says I have to learn the maps is like the maps are just very very wide open. They're not like a three lane map, you know, you got the two sides and up the middle. They don't have that anymore. It's literally free for all. Yeah. And that's what I noticed too when and you just have to you just have to be good. Yeah. You just have to fucking be aware of your surroundings. So I think because I guess that's why I was like dying constantly because I'm right. You're not used to playing like that either, bro. That's that true. Because like what Brendo said was right. It's like call Black Ops. You, it's the three lanes mid then jungle right, or whatever that, the fuck you want. Standard map fucking route every time from uh from Black Ops. But this I was like, how many divide? I mean, how many places can I go here? I can go through the. The whatchamacallit, the uh, what do you those loading crates or whatever? Yeah, they can go through the building, they can go through the hills. Yeah, the maps are I feel like a lot more complex from Treyarch. Yeah, I got uh I think this is Infinity Ward. Well, well whatever. That's Anyways, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but um yeah, I'm trying to every year I try to get uh Black Ops. I mean I'm sorry, a Call of Duty for on Black Friday. Yeah. But I don't know if I can wait for like a whole month, dude, because like Brendo already has it. Dude, that's what I was yeah. thinking so, about doing. It was like waiting for Black Friday, but I was like, fuck this shit. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to actually wind up doing. Black yeah. Friday it is. Holy shit, I'm high already. So I'm thinking I'm thinking this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to wait because I really want the, um, what do you call it? The, the night vision goggle ones simply because I have the original Call of Duty Modern Warfare. That was I a really go- cool uh, addition that they did to the fucking to that pre-order package Dude, or whatever. That's really let me cool. ask you. Let yeah. me tell you the goggles look fucking dope. Yeah, they, they are. Do. They look really good. I've seen like a, a kind of a review on it, like it just something like, "Wow, those look pretty fucking cool." And look at look at how good they are. And 
But two hundred dollars—that's what I was asking about. Essentially, one fifty for the goggles, and then <clears throat> fifty for your game. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, sixty because I have um, if it's if I don't spend two hundred dollars at GameStop because you only find it at GameStop. If I don't spend two hundred dollars at GameStop, then uh, I can at least get the standard edition for sixty dollars. But I have a ten dollar uh, Best oh, Buy cert. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So if you don't get the bundle at GameStop, you're better off going to Best Buy, honestly. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> But then, like, yeah, one fifty guys. I mean, that was the big dilemma for me. Like, one hundred and fifty dollars for night vision goggles that I'm really not ever going to use ever. Yeah, no, I totally get it. Like, I, I'm right now. I didn't hit on those the shoes that we were looking at yesterday or the day before, whatever it was. Yeah. So I had put money aside just in case I hit on one or the other. I didn't hit either, which is no fucking surprise to anyone who knows me. Yeah. Um. So I, I, I don't know. I may get it. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, I'm just going to think about it. I'm going to think, or I'm just going to let God take control. Like, Jesus, take the wheel. There you go. Jesus, take the wheel. If, if, uh, there's a availability of someone didn't pick up their pre-order, I guess I'm down 200 bucks and I got some nifty ass goggles, but, um, meant for you. There you go. <clears throat> so Brendo, how, how much longer until, uh, that's installed on, uh, no, it's already installed. Oh, it's already installed. Okay, so then we just got to get yeah, through it. Yeah, for us to shut up yeah. and go play. No, oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was installed last night. Okay, because I like uh, I stopped playing Black Ops Four. I mean, I was just I'm done with the game because yeah. I've I've done everything. I just I master prestige, whatever. And then like I've been playing Apex lately, waiting for this. You didn't want to. You didn't want those red numbers. Uh, did it even go up to a thousand? Or was it? Yeah, I, got, I got the red numbers. I think I like I finished at two hundred. Damn, dude! I yeah. don't know how you could do that, man. That that's some serious ass grinding right there. I think I spent about four hundred hours on Black Ops Four. Fuck sake, dude! No, right? <laughs> but we didn't really have any. We didn't really have anything better to do. You know, hey, it was it like saved me money, no, I mean, and that's yeah. true. And uh, speaking of saving money, we kind of need to save our money. Because we're going to Chuck E. Cheese. A great yeah, we are going to Chuck E. Cheese, and Chuck E. Cheese is fucking expensive. Fuck yeah, dude! Did you know like a beer is fucking like what five six dollars for a little teeny tiny kids cup? Yeah, th- that's because like- that's because they take advantage because they know you don't want to fucking be there looking after your little ankle biter. Nah, that's true. Like, oh uh, yeah, it smells like piss and shit everywhere. <laughs> this pizza I- is fucking put together from old pizzas <laughs> like hey take the pepperoni out of the trash and put it back on the new ones <laughs> hey what do we do with that three-year-old half pepperoni <laughs> oh god hey it's sir this is green do we still put it on as long as it's not black it's still okay exactly that means the mold hasn't attacked it yet it's <laughs> it in the oven <laughs> Dude, I can't even remember the last time I've been to Chuck E. Cheese. Dude, why the fuck did uh, the the manager of Chuck E. Cheese just sound like Jonah J. Jameson? Like, uh, I want pictures <laughs> of Spider-Man's ass and next to a pizza, right on the pizza. <laughs> Throw me one just of just because they're in New York. Because of what? Because they're in New there York. There it is. Yep, That's why yeah, that makes pizza. perfect sense. Fuck Barstool Jonah. Sports. Barstool. Oh, oh wait, and before. Before we even continue on with the episode, congratulations to the Nationals for making it to the World Series, and they have a 2-0 game lead on the Houston on Astros. On the team that was supposedly the best oh. team in baseball. Supposedly. They were, like, really still set even when they went into the 
the World Series. Uh, like, what do you call it? The championship? Well, what yeah. do you call this? The the World Series. The World, the World Series. Series. The World so Series. even when they came in here, they were still set for to be the underdog. I think they were even set. Dude, they're the, the underdog board. for tonight's game. They're up two games to one, and somehow <laughs> they're still the underdog when it comes to Vegas numbers. At home. At home. At, at home, home, dude. Jesus. In the first World dude, Series game how- in Washington. The Nationals Park or the whole uh, Navy yeah. Yard is. Oh my God! So apparently, everyone in Washington D.C. is a Nationals fan now. Yeah, apparently, dude. Like, I fucking hate that about baseball season. Everyone and their cousin's fucking uncle who has no idea what a base hit is is all of a sudden a massive baseball fan with so much shit to talk because, about. Everyone else, <laughs> just because it's their home team. Yeah, dude. Like what? I mean, if you okay, if you really have like a, a shitty fucking. Like, okay, because the curse of DC, obviously, it's been lifted. Who were the first? Who, who was the first team, Brendo? It was the Caps, right? DC United. The DC United was the first team to break the break the seal, break the yeah. curse. Then it was the Caps. Then it was then the Mystics. The Mystics, and now possibly the Nationals. Possibly the Nationals. So and the Redskins are not going to follow. I'm sorry, you saw what oh happened last God. night. Oh no, oh, no. oh, dude, I I stopped. I fucking stopped. I I stopped football. I stopped. Uh, oh, by the way, ever since episode three point five, uh, all three of us we did FanDuel. We started FanDuel and uh, yeah, twice. Yeah, yeah twice. <laughs> I even fucking stopped that shit. You know, what I mean, like it, it was just it was just not worth it for me because like everybody probably everybody's going to be saying like, oh, what a fake fucking Redskins fan you are. I mean, like. He wasn't yeah. a Redskins fan to begin with. <laughs> I mean, I was. I was 10 dude, years ago. Yeah, dude, but how much fucking misery can you take throughout exactly. the year, bro? It's like I get fucking tired of it with the Giants, too, man. Fuck that. I'm not going to watch the whole goddamn season just so people think I'm a real fan. Like, I know I'm a real fan, bro. It's just that, you know, it's it's just disappointing. You know, like, oh, my team sucks. I better fucking spend uh, $100 a, a seat just to support... Uh, a team that's not going to give me any hundred dollars a seat. The Redskins won't charge a hundred dollars. It'd probably be five dollars. Hundred dollars to let you fucking suck the quarterback's dick. Jesus, <laughs> like come on! I've been going through some tough times, man. My name is Case Keenum. Uh, Jay Skeetum. Jay Skeetum, cause come skeet all over my face. Yeah, oh, Jay Skeetum, that's your new hoe name. Mm. It's your boy. <laughs> it's your boy, <laughs> Jay Skeetum. Dude, Ugh. can you imagine if we won a lot of money at FanDuel? It was pay for our trip to Hawaii. Fuck, dude. You know what I was thinking about the other day? I had like 10 bucks left in there before I tanked out. I was like, mm. I'm going to put this $10 into a fucking game right now. I went into a $9.99 game, and I was like, if I win, you know, even like within 100th place, I should essentially, what this is telling me, win like 10 k So I'll take it. I fucking join, bro. I literally lost the entire $10 that I entered <laughs> dude i'm never depositing money on this app again but then you guys were doing so good dude what happened you can do so you, we start doing bad <laughs> no okay. legit it's like red could hit 10 times on fucking roulette but next one's hitting black and you're still thinking it's red because no then, way will it swap you know but okay so i can understand roulette it, roulette is a game of chance right but like if you have knowledge of sports, which you two do, then the odds should be in your favor. But, okay, hold on. You have to also understand that there is thousands and thousands of people playing the same odds we are. Right. Okay, and, and with more experience with, that you have in FanDuel, they put you in tougher matches. Exactly. Uh, so it's just like, yeah. 
okay. I skeeted I skeeted all my money away. Yeah, Shit, dude! I even with it, the bro. seventy-five dollar, the seventy-five dollar kicker thing that you won. Yeah, I know, but hey, dude, I'm telling you, then you invest that money thinking you're gonna win again. Yeah, and fact. you just don't I'm win. get you, bro. They're like, all right, it's we're gonna like, give this guy seventy five bucks just to make him think he's hot shit. Then he's gonna say, go. hey, man, I'll drop fifty on this one contest. I'm a goat. I just won seventy five, and boom, you're at fucking zero before you know it, and you owe Fanduel money. Oh, shit. <laughs> bro, Fanduel, Fanduel's going to Hawaii, not us. Yeah, facts. Fanduel's <laughs> living in Hawaii off of my entries. Because <laughs> you know, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> FanDuel is a, that's a really really smart app. Like they oh, literally yeah, don't, dude, because they don't need to do anything. They they literally win one hundred percent of your money. Yeah, it's like well, of course all the prizes are fucking user submitted anyway. Essentially, exactly. So it's like, it's like they don't give a fuck. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna. You're gonna charge me uh like a small percentage of my entry fee just so that other people can fucking can win gamble. my fucking prize money because i suck and i probably won't win it jesus man that that is fucking brilliant is fanduel the very first app to do that i want to say it is bro i the, uh, uh, DraftKings as well oh yeah DraftKings. yeah it's after fanduel yeah 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 from what i can remember the very first thing was fucking fanduel bro i, I didn't i don't know yeah. anything else it's funny the um I watched uh I'm a big fan of this YouTube channel called uh Funhouse. All nerds like video game nerds but they because they were ba- they were they are based in Los Angeles and LA did not have a team at the time when FanDuel was like first promoting whatever. Like um they were promoting it because FanDuel wanted to just get popular or whatever so they just kept picking up podcasts and like hey here's a sponsor and then these guys well, anyways moving on. <laughs> they knew nothing about sports and they lost all their money bro but there. i'm pretty sure i've seen like FanDuel ads where they tell you you don't need to know anything or maybe that's like youtube fucking sponsorships i don't know yeah it uh, they tell you, like, you don't need to know anything about sports just fucking pick random guys and make the money work and that's exactly <laughs> what uh that's what i did with you like yeah. you you mentioned you mentioned to me like hey you get Fuck, it was 45 bucks. Yeah, bro, I sold you on that shit. Look at that. Did you see that? FanDuel doesn't cut me shit. What, they cut me $5 <laughs> that I couldn't even withdraw, bro? And it's I gone. couldn't even withdraw that shit. I had to put it back into their money. They're fucking smart as shit. They're taking the money out of their right pocket and putting it in their left and acting like they're giving us free shit, bro. And we keep falling for it. Yeah, bro. I'm, I'm, I can put $100 in every time I get paid and look like a dumbass. Like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> fuck that, dude. Oh man! Never again, Fanduel. Fucking sacks of shit. But do you, okay, do you, do you guys? Oh yeah, I know. Please. If you want to sponsor us, please. I mean, we're very knowledgeable. Yeah, definitely. Like I'll, I know of Casey Kanem and uh, Casey McCainum. Casey McCainum and Rob Schneider. Vicks Vapor Vicks Vapor Room. And um, Jason Aaron. Statham. <laughs> And Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter. Who Aaron Carter still owes us money, bro. <laughs> I know, right? Fuck Aaron Carter, dude. That motherfucker owes us cash. And it's it's so funny, man. Like, all of a sudden, here he goes, coming back up, dude, right? Out of nowhere. <laughs> Can I tell you something? I know this is like completely off topic no. of like sports and cocks and whatever. Last night I had a dream, a mm. very weird dream. And I remember it till right now. So it's like I was debating on a hand tattoo. Like I was going to get my hand tattooed. And I was having so much anxiety because it's like, one, what do I want to get? Two, am I going to keep a fucking job? 
three what is my mom gonna say <laughs> and i'm just like i'm in my dream just fucking i already put the deposit down like uh, the, the fucking uh appointment's already made and i'm just like oh my god what did i fucking just do what the fuck did i just do and it just bothered me all day and i'm just like why did this bother me i could just get my hand tattooed right now and just it'd be it <sighs> just bothered me it was just so weird the hand Dude, at so, least your guy didn't, bro. When I was getting my my roses on my arm, he the guy who's tattooing me. We're in my house, so I'm just chilling, right? Where we're smoking and shit. And he goes, "Hey, man, I hope you're ready to never see your arm again." I was like, "You really know how to make people have second thoughts, bro? Like, <laughs> why? Why would you fucking say that?" I was that? just like, "What the fuck? Am I seriously, bro? Like, why would you say that to someone you're about to fucking tattoo?" Maybe it was a dream that I should get my hand tattooed. I don't know. You probably is oh, probably man. roses. Yeah, no, it also. is going to be a rose. Ooh. Ooh. Is it gonna be what color? Red, red, definitely. Red. I'm I like, really uh, I'm like gonna Clark. make a dick joke or a vagina joke. I really don't oh, know. No, 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 like, the vaginas are lilies, I think. <laughs> I, yeah. No, I thought you were like, gonna say I, you're gonna get a rose. What in the inside of the rose that's coming out of it is a fucking dick or something? It's just a big fucking I was dick with two for balls. It. Like, <laughs> I know because Clarkston, Clarkston has a a blue rose. Yeah, yeah. Because it's supposed to, what is it, like, unrequited love or impossible love or something? Because blue roses don't exist or some shit like that. I don't know. Uh, Gatsby yeah, shit tells them. Yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> just dipped in fucking, like, Sherwin-Williams paint. And shit. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to make like, it. Here, you blue bought rose. blue rose and you give to your lover. Oh, fuck. I was about to do a French accent. We're not starting that up again. No, no, no. And shit, it's funny. We're we're seventeen minutes deep, man. Uh, we still haven't talked about Hawaii. <laughs> Dude, we're getting there. Chill out. We're professionals, man. You know, like yeah, right. episode, we're professionals. Just chill out. So, oh, what was it? Chapter it was- two. Now <laughs> speaking on Hawaiian trips. We hope you enjoy your stay and don't get herpes or hepatitis ampersand. Thank Ooh. you. <laughs> it's a new one in Hawaii, right? So yeah. So, segue. So, we were talking about money, and we were talking about saving money. And uh, what? Well, okay, before we before we continue, just Wait, did one... he just say mall cop? I said oh, that's I, love, what I heard. Said segue. I said I love mall cop. Those are really segue. I knew exactly what you're saying. Mall Blart, uh, Paul Blart, Mark uh, Mall cop, or whatever the fuck it was on a segue. Yeah. Anyway, that I don't know, right? Better than any cop. But let me ask you guys something. One quick thing about gambling, just yes or no. Does Bodog still exist? Who? What is that? What is that? Uh, okay, so that was before your time. Bodog was basically based in Puerto Rico mm-hmm. uh, when uh, sports gambling was, I believe, illegal in the continental United. I like here in the 50 states. So uh, Bodog was a website where you can bet like to win or like spreads or something like that on different games. And uh, it was very frowned upon because I remember I I joined thinking, hey, it must be legal. It's on a website, right? This is fucking years ago. <laughs> like, the internet, no one, li- the internet doesn't lie. I mean, because it was legit. I, I did win money. I, I want to check. But the problem was um, my bank was, we've noticed some activity coming from Puerto Rico. You do know that sports betting is not allowed. So we're not going to really do anything, but uh, we're just going to look at you very judgmentally and then maybe i don't know steal your winnings or some shit like that i I don't know anyways so saving money gambling it away fan duel uh we need to save money because we're going on a trip in our favorite rocket ship 
Uh, <laughs> and I got a tiny dick. Is that the lyrics? It always goes oh, back no. to a dick. It always does. It always has to go back to a dick. Three Is big fat guys. <laughs> so, so before we even talk about Hawaii, gentlemen, what was your very, very, very first trips out of the country? Like very first one. Ooh, Colombia when I was a kid. Oh, so tell us, were, about you, Columbia. were they smuggling drugs inside of you? <laughs> they <laughs> they <tried> to. <laughs> how many? How many bags did you swallow? <laughs> um, they were in condoms. Thank you very much. Oh, how many condoms did you swallow? <laughs> or, or, and they weren't filled with drugs. It was full of semen. Just uh, okay. transport the semen, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I Jeez. filled it myself. Plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So, how old were you when you smuggled drugs for the first time? Um, I can't remember how old I was, dude. I think I was like three or four. So I don't, oh. I don't remember it like at all. So, but my, my very trip. next trip out of the country, I was like fourteen or fifteen. Uh, experience drug smuggler. Got you. Then I was an, a pro at that point. So, how was it? So. At I mean, fourteen, right? Yeah, yeah, around there, fourteen, fifteen. It was honestly, bro. I loved it. It was. It felt like so, so. Uh, maybe I'm just high, but it felt like a different world, even, bro. Like when you come here, like you're just your block, for example. Like my the block my family lived on is like poor. Like they're not like even middle class, but that's how ninety percent of like the slums of Colombia are. So. It, it just it all felt different. There were like street vendors every morning selling like fresh fruit and stuff like that. So, but like I feel like if somebody walked down the street here, everybody'd be like, "All right, what the fuck did that guy put in the apples?" Like, there's no way I'm gonna buy one from him. It just it, it, I don't know. It wouldn't work out. But everything over there just felt so different. Like everyone was welcoming, and it just it, it was a complete 360 from or 180 maybe from uh, the United 180. Yeah, uh, because yeah, 360 means the comebacks back, around. Yeah, yeah. But um, like. So what sites did you see or were you just there to visit your family? No, so we had went because my grandfather was really sick at the time. Ah. But what what we wound up doing was a, pretty much a little bit of everything. We saw a bunch of like museums and natural not natural but like uh outdoor like landmarks and stuff like that. Um we went to Pablo Escobar's grave site, which was pretty cool. We we did a bunch of stuff, man. We we mostly kind of just took in the culture. Like my family took us to do stuff that they would normally do when we weren't there. So we kind of just really enjoyed that. We got to hang out at like, you know, local restaurants that are really good and go drink and eat and I don't know, it was a good time, man. It was it was a lot of fun. It was very family oriented, but at the same time it it didn't feel like a family gathering like in the states. Like it, it felt just way more like actual family versus then like all right these people are the people i have to get with every holiday season you know so it's it's kind of like kind of like the really like i i hate to bring race into this but it's it's when you see like a south american family all crowded up and they're all laughing all jovial and then like you see all these sitcoms with oh my uh in america oh my god i can't believe i have to go visit my my parents house right, i hate right. talking to my cousin like exactly, oh, exactly how they sound <laughs> yeah it's like i mean really <laughs> like if you think about it on like every single sitcom it's i can't believe i have to see becky again I oh have ne- my god i really just want to go to the mall with my friends 
like, oh, hey, mom. Yeah, I'm sorry I didn't call. Thanks for inviting me to Thanksgiving where I'm just going to feel uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. But no, so, it, it yeah. felt nothing like that, dude. We were, we were like, everybody was super close with each other and it was just like a good time. Like you could feel genuine good vibes coming. Like they were happy that we were there, you know? Mm-hmm. But when is the next time you're going to go back? Now that you're an adult and you can really fully enjoy yourself. Um, fuck, dude. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know when the next time I'll be back is. I would definitely love to go, but more so to be like a tourist. Like instead of going to like where my family lives, I'd like to go to like the touristy areas of Colombia and kind of visit there mm-hmm. and then kind of just experience that side of it. Because Colombia is a very beautiful place to visit as a tourist. It's it's I feel like it's would be even more beautiful, like going and being a part of the culture because you have family there that kind of meshes you into the culture while you're there you know but mm-hmm. I, I think it would be better to do that but i also want to experience what it would be like to be a tourist yeah that makes sense but would you ever invite your because i know i know stefani she would definitely go with you but would you ever invite your parents both um, your parents actually because uh, from what i understand stefani is also part colombian just like you no no no. we're, we're both part uh puerto rican but Puerto Rican. She she oh, does okay. really want to go visit. Like we've seen pictures and stuff like that. And she's like really excited about going. Like she wants to go, you know. Um, her main thing, her main concern is safety. Like obviously, a lot of people who know nothing about Colombia or who know very little about Colombia <laughs> instantly assume that everything is like drug cartels and wars and cocaine laying around the streets, like there's garbage here. Like, no, that's not yeah. how it is. Like the shit it takes place the same way it takes place out here, mostly behind the scenes. Um, but you just you just kind of have to be smart. Go with someone who knows the the surroundings and and who knows the where to take you, where not to take you, what to do, what time to be at, what places. You know, like stuff like that. If you have like a tour guide, that's perfect. If you have family that lives there, perfect. Even if you have someone who speaks Spanish, you can both kind of figure it out. But if you're going just totally blind, not having any kind of tour guide book, not having any kind of fucking safety precautions taken then you, you're you're you should expect a bad time simply put so do your research then you'll be fine right it's just like anything else man it, a lot of people want to visit orlando if i'm gonna go if i've never been to orlando i know nothing about orlando i'm gonna go online and look for a hotel and if i'm a cheap piece of shit i'm gonna fucking look for the cheapest hotel and it's gonna be in pine hills like who the fuck wants to visit orlando and stay in pine hills you it, it, it's like I that do. anywhere like i mean <laughs> If we take Clark, he can defend I, us with all that work. I, 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 I didn't did want to go to Orlando in the first place. Look, yeah, I mean, right? I, 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 can I, I have one for flight hills. to Hills of the Pines? <laughs> oh, this must be like the hills of California. Oh, yes, Reginald. We should definitely book in Pine Hills. <laughs> and nothing ever to hills, to <laughs> You trying to go to Pine Hills or what? <laughs> 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 don't make me what is it like blah, blah, blah. Yep. that's all you hear right Blocker. Blocker. what about um, you Lex when did you go out of the country just um, speak well shout out to episode 6 uh, when I when I said that I was feeling really depressed Um, I, I've only wanted to well first off I went to Tijuana Mexico Tijuana Mexico oh, but that's a good story <laughs> yeah, too. It's not really so much a good story as it is just like a a lesson just, never to go to Tijuana, Mexico. It's fucking hilarious. Well, uh, to me, it's hilarious. I don't know. It's okay. So oh, a brief story. <laughs> we went. We went to San Diego. There's a bus tour to Tijuana, Mexico, because Tijuana is like 30 minutes away from San Diego. 40 bucks gets you this tour. It's like four hours or whatever. You go to this little strip. 
and uh, they specifically tell you, um, yeah, you are our responsibility from this end of the strip to those arches over there. If you that, you're the- fucked. <laughs> yes. Like, we are no longer responsible for you once you go past those arches. Yeah, that's and a once you go- fucked up, man, honestly. It already sounds <laughs> fucking uh, shady. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? But we didn't we didn't do any research. It was like, well, fucking 40 bucks. And then like uh because we were really young and dumb back then. I want to say like 22 or something like that. And then you know, just had the itch to travel. Like I've never traveled before, so fuck it. There you go. So then and we were also really we really wanted to try Cubans and uh absinthe because you could at that time, I don't know whether or not it's legal now, but at that time we couldn't get absinthe like genuine absence with I think rosewood or whatever the fuck you call it. Um, wormwood, whatever you call it. I forgot what it's called uh, in America. So like, let's go here. Let's go buy what we need to do and then try to smuggle it back in the United States. Oh, so and, you were actually a drug smuggler. Yeah, I was. I, well, we, we got higher in our own supply, essentially. You we should really... never, ever, ever swallow the glow in the dark condoms, BT dubs. Okay. Because, uh, <laughs> So whenever you talk, like it looks like you're like yeah. Super whenever you open your, your mouth. mouth to say hello to TSA, they see the glow and it's like an instant <laughs> fucking red like, flag. Hey, have you seen Dragon Ball Z? You look like that uh, Frieza guy. <laughs> <laughs> that that's my poor, poor Mexican accent. So please forgive me, guys. But um, it. oh, thank you, thank you very much. But uh, so that was Tijuana. Now, Japan, I went to Japan simply because, um, uh, shout out episode zero, huge otaku, huge guy loves, uh, Japanese culture. Um, I barely did any research. The only research research I did was basically where I wanted to go. And then that's it. And then I just fucking jumped head first into Japan. Uh, the story is not at that point. Actually, dude, sometimes it's the best thing to do sometimes it's the best thing to do but you have no idea okay brendo like when you mentioned where you went you had family <laughs> i was fucking by myself and i didn't know japanese like a dumb dumb i was so fucking stupid like like oh yeah i'm gonna go to japan and then when i when i finally it's like it's not cognitive dissonance i that might be anyways it's the it's the shock it's the shock when you set off that plane when you set foot off that plane I'm not culture shock. Exactly. I'm not in Orlando. I'm I not in America. <laughs> I'm not in America. I can't ask for a fucking Cinnabon. What the fuck am I doing here? I'm pretty I, sure they had Cinnabon. I, it's, they had a TGI Fridays there in uh, Tokyo. Uh, just what? No, they did. Uh, of course, McDonald's galore. Um, Krispy Kreme, they had those. No Popeyes. KFC's, yes. KFC's big over there in uh, Tokyo. Um, really? Yeah, and it tastes this exact same. Like, cause there was this one before uh, I went. There was this one uh, guy who did a YouTube video. Like, all right, let's go check out this uh, KFC. See whether or not this is just as good as blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> and then he takes a bite. And he's like, blimey, this shit is blah blah blah. blah. It tastes exactly the same. It's it's fucking fried chicken. Yeah, and end of the fact, day, it's chicken and grease, bro end of the day exactly and the funny thing is in japan they don't like too sweet and they don't like too salty does that make sense which yeah, is why right in the middle 
right in the middle it has to and that which is why it's not not as flavorful you know what i mean like they really lack on the salt and sorry the sugar. Like, don't they also hate fat people they hate fat people over there because let, let me put it to the okay so i'm thinking most of the people who are here in america they drive everywhere like oh fuck you, yeah dude i won't i wouldn't drive to the corner store from my house fuck yeah and that's exactly my that's exactly my uh laziness too like i've okay anyways moving on the thing is in tokyo like yeah there are a lot of cars but it sucks drive you think driving in new york sucks no driving in fucking uh tokyo is like fucking horrible everybody takes public transportation so the reason why i'm saying that if you're fat you're a piece of shit because you need to work to be a fat piece of shit. <laughs> you need to be like, okay, <laughs> so earn that shit. Exactly. You have to earn it. So what t- you know what tonight? Uh I think I'm gonna schedule like two sticks of butter. What um fuck? <laughs> bucket of chicken. Alright, so there you go. So now I'm on my way to become a sumo wrestler. But like because like it's it's associated with like Japan, they don't it's everyone for themselves in Japan. Right. Basically. Like, I don't want to say there's no charity, but like, let's just essentially, they're nice people over there, but the, everybody is worried about their own problems. So it's kind of like, if they see that you're fat, then that obviously means you're useless and you don't do anything. And what does that mean? That obviously means that you don't contribute to the society. What if I'm fat and they see that I'm not from there? And that's another thing. Like, when I went to this one restaurant with uh, my uh tokyo guide uh, the 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 spaces were really really close so then here i was i was talking in english and he was because he's pure japanese and he is talking in broken english and then like the people next to me both sides i glance at the corner and they're both looking at me like staring hard like just me speaking english yeah now i believe it's not because of disgust but I believe it's because, holy shit, this is an actual fat American <laughs> here in Tokyo. Because there was only, yeah, there are fat Japanese people, but like I was staying in Akihabara. Akihabara is basically anime central of the world. So um, there are fat people there. But like where where we ate, it was like kind of offshoot of Akihabara. Uh, moving on, moving on. I think if they saw you, they wouldn't really judge you as a fat piece of shit. They would judge you as American. And American then they would be piece of shit. American. Yes. Well, sometimes, yeah. Because like racism in Japan does exist. It really as does. It does everywhere else. So. Yeah, that's true. The thing no is Japanese people uh the Japanese people are more how can I say this? They're more open about it. Like my my former manager white guy right uh didn't know japanese but he was stationed over in uh yeah japan there are times when he walked into a restaurant and then the owner literally just pointed at the door and shaking his shaking his head what the fuck dude that's it it's just no no out out no or something what the fuck but then like when you go to akihabara Akihabara, there's a lot of like, yes, English here. Yes, English. Okay. And like, there are a lot of British pubs. Um, you know Ooh. what I mean? So it's different, I guess. Uh, 
and and it is it's it's fun depending on where you go because like tokyo you would think everyone knows how to speak english very 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 few people who knows know how to speak english but like there are some restaurants that cater to um the americans because it's it's tokyo it's a big tourist attraction it's a huge tourist attraction like every starbucks practically every starbucks speaks a little bit of english every mcdonald's speaks english every mcdonald's um other than that i because i I can talk forever but i want to get the brendo's brendo story right now but um it was good it was scary at first and i'm actually planning on going back again this march just to catch the cherry blossoms there and now i know two people uh, one of them is very, very interested in hanging out with me again, mostly because, well, anyways, I, I don't know why. Because I think he's because he's really, really interested in American culture. Because so far, he's only been, the only other country he's been to is New Zealand. But he's, like, really interested in American culture. And I, and I don't get Maybe offended. Maybe he's really, really interested in that ass. Um, probably. It's really <laughs> thick. <laughs> but uh, anyways, that's my Japan thing. Probably I'll I'll make a whole nother story about it and record it and just put it up somewhere but brendo let us talk about you what about me where have you been out of the country this dick i mean okay so um piggybacking off of last episode where i was like uh obviously going like everywhere uh one good thing for like a mental health and like getting better taking trips going you know somewhere you're not comfortable with and i went to the fucking philippines and singapore for a month and <laughs> you want to talk about culture shock that's culture shock that's like because i'm not i'm not in the touristy part of japan like you were i'm not in uh any i'm not in the touristy part of the philippines i'm literally in the heart of fucking manila in the fucking uh i don't want to say i want to say ghetto. <laughs> it's not like ghetto i'm not going to say ghetto it's like i'm in the <laughs> i'm in the streets of manila and like it's just like a big ass culture shock it's just like dude one the beds there obviously i'm tall like it's too shit for me. <laughs> uh, I didn't have a uh, the toilet uh, I had was uh, I had to flush it with water. Uh, the way I had a shower is with a bucket. Um, <laughs> Jeez, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, like talk about cultures like like that whole it was like twenty four hours in the in the in the air going there, and like when the first time I boarded in Dulles in uh, Virginia. I was like, okay, I'm on board this big ass fucking plane. Here we go. I sit down. I'm like, where are we going first? Dubai. I'm like, okay. Dubai is very beautiful. I could tell you that. Dubai, the airport, it's very beautiful. And uh, from what I can tell, like looking on the outside, it looks good. Um, that was a long ass flight. And I'm like, okay, so that was like 12 hours. Not that 12 hours, like 19 hours, I think. Jesus. Just sitting there, sleeping, doing like jerking off. I don't even know what I was doing. And then like I had to board another plane. <laughs> Uh, go to uh, Manila, and that was like uh, I think it was eight hours, I believe. So it was just like twenty four hours, like that. That the Manila plane, oh, I hated that one. Planes aren't made for tall people, and like you know, yeah. And Filipinos are short, so yeah, they cater to them, not to you know tall Americans. So like getting off the plane at night, it's just like holy fuck. There's a lot of Filipinos around me. It's like I'm in Fort Washington. No. like i walk out i'm like okay i don't know what the fuck i'm doing i gotta go through immigration did that and then like i go down to like get the backs and i'm like what the fuck where am i 
why is there so many fucking people here in sandals and i'm in fucking shoes like, in sandals <laughs> like, what the fuck is going on and then like getting out of the airport literally everyone in the fucking philippines it seems to be is standing there at the airport waiting for somebody and i'm just like oh my god i'm about to get robbed i'm gonna die and then like i meet my uncle and my aunt and whatever and then like i go and i'm like <sighs> There's just like a lot of poverty in the Philippines or where I'm from, at least. And I hate it. It's just so sad seeing like little babies sleeping on the uh, sidewalks, seeing families sleeping on the sidewalk. It's just so sad. I hate it. It's just like, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, is this really what it is? But I was like, hey, I'm not in America. That's I guess this is how it is. Now, how to get used to that. And um, it's just a big culture shock of just everything. Like, I've never ate so much during a day. Because literally, I would eat like the breakfast, and like two hours later, eat lunch, and then two hours later, eat snack or whatever. It was just so weird. I'm not used to five meals a day. <laughs> like here, I barely eat three. That that's just my choice. But um, it's just so weird. And uh, getting around by like bikes and like jeepneys and all that, it's definitely culture shocking. But one thing I did love is the street food. The street food is probably the best thing in the whole world, and obviously the alcohol. So they go hand in hand. So I loved it. I loved it all. And then uh, Singapore, probably the best one. Singapore had the uh, probably the prettiest airport. And then uh, being there, Singapore is very, very, very clean and very hot. They have two seasons, hot and hotter. <laughs> and then like uh, just it's if I could have spent more time in Singapore, I probably would have. But like the time I did spend there, I lived like a king. I was on the top floor of a hotel. I was basically famous. Um <clears throat> and it was just very i will go back to singapore and then like yeah so let me ask you this so the the filipino the philippines as well as singapore who planned it i'd planned singapore but uh philippines my mom wanted to go because it was my aunt's 60th birthday and we we're surprising her and all that so that was all my mom but like singapore was me so uh but that was a month dude like dude spending, spending, a, month, here for- spending a month out of the country is so weird because like all i had was wi-fi i couldn't i didn't feel like paying the extra charges on my cell phone it was just like and then like when it's morning there it's night here so i had no one to talk to unless you were fucking staying up to try and talk to me i don't expect no one to do that <laughs> yeah that's, that is kind of true that was so it was just like yeah i mean I, would i go back to the Philippines? Uh, maybe not maybe maybe not it's just like if i go back i'm not saying i'm sorry i love my family but i'm not staying with my own because it was it really was like here i here i am mocking like the province but it really was the province the province wasn't yeah, it it's just it's just yeah it's just like because I, I want a bed you know like that fits me and all that it's just i don't know it's just i guess i'm just too accustomed to how i live here to like be put into that and i'm just like oh okay like living i Oh, to me, like my mom was warning me, like a hey, uh, watch yourself, watch yourself going out, hide your like. I, obviously, my Mister T starter kit, I couldn't wear it over there. Mm-hmm. So, um, she was just like uh, this, that, and the other. But at at any time of that uh, month, I was there. I never felt like I was in danger. I never felt like I was ever going to be like killed or anything. But was that because you uh, you listened to your your mother's advice and said no? Just because like if you show fear, people are going to see it. So let's just walk around confidence, like. The most Americans I've seen was at the Mall of Asia, like the big ass fucking Mall of Asia. That's where I've seen most Americans congregating. Mm-hmm. 
But like, if I where I'm at, like going to like the grocery store or something, no, they don't see that there. So like, obviously, I was getting a lot of stares because I'm tall, I'm white, I have tattoos, and I just don't look like I belong. And then like they see that's my mom or that's my aunt or that's my uncle, and they're like, "Oh, you're Filipino? Yeah, no shit, I am." Well, I, I couldn't really tell, dude. I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, I know you <laughs> could. I know you fucking. I know it's just like because I look like more my dad. Yeah, that's- I look more. Yeah, look more German than anything. I think your sister looks a little bit more Filipino than you. Yes, yeah. yes. And um, so, oh, crap, I was about to ask something really important, too. So, like, do you think that people feared you more than you feared the I think they feared me more than, they, than I feared them. Because, like, you're... Well, I don't know what it's like in the Philippines. I've never visited, nor do I have any desire to. Uh, but, like... Damn, that's fucked. It, I cause like how how can I say this, John? Because everybody gives me that like I'm not giving you shit, but like let me let me at least explain myself. Yes, I'm one hundred percent Filipino, but at the same time, like what is there for me to do there? Mm-hmm. Like even Brendo admitted it. Brendo admitted I want well, okay, I'm short, so the beds will fit me. But then like I'm gonna be uh bathing with a, a tabo. And like the bucket, you know, if I visit my my parent, uh, my parents' uh, relatives, my family, like my, well, my grandparents are unfortunately passed away, but like my cousins over there and like all the luxuries I would have in America, I wouldn't have them over there. At least in Japan, there's, I leave the luxuries like my PlayStation 4 over here. <laughs> but then there's like, there's a, literally an arcade that's <clears throat> a block away from my hotel because it's like Akihabara where I was staying. But in the Philippines, it's like, like Brendo can contest it. It's, it's not technologically advanced there. Okay, certain parts are, but like just the part I was at and the part you'll probably go if you ever did, like your family, it's probably not. Yeah. But then, and it's just like, there's only so much that you can do in a month in the Philippines. Dude, and I did month. everything. Oh my God. I could imagine like the beautiful part was that we went to Baguio. That's like in the mountains. And that part literally was beautiful. No trash, no poverty. It is cold. And I loved it. I loved every moment of that. And I'm like, it's just so cool up there. It, but like, you can't trust everywhere you go. Like there was this one part in Baguio where it's like a, there's an outdoor flea market, but at night and I hated it. There were so many people and I, I get claustrophobic and I was just like, no, nah, I can't fuck with this shit. I had to leave. I was like, mom, I'm done. I can't do it. You mean like I, scary like, people? I, not scary people. It's just, I don't feel comfortable. You know, it's oh, like, okay. I don't know these people. And like, if I go to a flea market now, like I, I, they're American. I know what they're talking about. And like, I understand Tagalog. Don't get me wrong. But I don't understand it to the point, like, there's different dialects, obviously. But, like, uh, I don't know if they're plotting something. I don't know that. And it's just, like, my, it's just paranoia. Just, you Understood. Know, just what I think. Understood. John. So, it's just, like, I have to extract myself from situations like that. John, when you were in Colombia, nothing like that ever happened to you? Um, We did see a kid getting, like, his bike robbed or some shit like that, like, right in front of the church when we went mm-hmm. to, like, the town center. But other than that, dude, it was it was calm. That it was pretty calm. The the little neighbor girl across the street, she was trying to like, she she was she wanted to marry me. Really? For my papers? Yes. Dude, what's your name? Hit me uh, up. I don't know, dude. Fucking the, the, the little girl across the street. I say little, little girl because now she's a little girl, but at that time she was my age. And then she had like an older sister who who was the same way. But they mm. literally once they find out you're American, bro, they don't give a shit like that. <laughs> Americans, American. 
So then that's like, that's a common thing for the Philippines as well as Colombia. Cause I know I, okay. I'm, I hate to say this, but like, let's be honest. If you go on YouTube and like look at tours of the Philippines, it's always an old white guy with a younger Filipino woman. Oh, yeah, always. always like, and like, so is that a common thing in, uh, Colombia as well? Yeah. Not that the YouTube thing, but like, like, hey, I'll, I'll, I swear, I'll marry you for your papers. Just please give me your papers. Uh, yes, bro, hundred percent, hundred and ten percent. But are you? Because I'm not aware. I don't know that much about immigration. Uh, is it true that you need to be at least married now? You need to be at least married for like five years before. I want to say it's like seven years now, dude. Seven years. Yeah. Okay. So if anyone's looking for paper, uh. Pay, uh, green card wedding, they got to tough it up for seven years. Yep, seven uh, year fucking commitment. Oh, so gotcha. um, that that we uh, talked about, whatever. Like uh, you going out of the country. What was the best trip you ever taken? As in, like it could be in country, could be out of country. Just your best trip in general. Like you don't have to get, like you don't have to get into to detail of it. But yeah, you know, just tell me about it. I want to know. Best trip in general. Um, I want to say Vegas. Vegas. I knew, been better, I knew that. I want to say I wanted, uh, Vegas. I knew it. Yeah, that probably. But why be, Vegas? Um, I don't really have one reason. It was just a bunch of different reasons collectively. I think. Did you visit the um, like uh, undefeated and fucking like uh? Dude, I didn't do any of it. Damn, man! I know. Really? Yep. Because all we did was get wasted. Wow. But did you even have it? Because, dude, man, undefeated was fucking nice. Okay, it looked like it looked like Flight Club, mm-hmm. but still, man, it, it's undefeated. You know what I mean? Like their hoodies yeah, are I, like. I gotta try and get out there when I go next. Lex, it sounds like you're trying to come with me in uh, November. Dude, man, I I really wish, but like like I said, like I'm just fucking with you. planning this. Uh, I want to, man, because. But it's still, I want to say a ten percent chance that I'm coming. Oh, ten percent. So the the weekend that I want to go is the weekend of the eleventh because I'm ninety nine percent sure I have Veterans Day off. Okay, okay. So the eleventh. Let's see, Brendo. What about you, buddy? What about me? What? Uh, th- would you ever consider going to Vegas? Dude, I think that- me, John, and Gwen Stefani's already talked about this. I want to go to that fucking museum. Dude, fuck, man. I, I, even if it's just for the weekend. Like, we were literally talking about it the other day, and I was like, I don't want to even go to, like, get fucked up, fucked up. Like, I just want to go eat different foods, see different shit, smoke, and gamble. Like, that's it. I feel like we wanted to do way too much. We did, we tried to like accomplish way too much, even though we had more time. It, we wound up drinking every night, and it was just like the stupidest shit ever. Like I don't know. That was the one negative about the trip for me. I feel like we wasted a lot of time uh, off of drinking, right? Yeah, which is hilarious because that isn't that what you're supposed to do in like no, Las I mean, Vegas? Yeah, but you can smoke legally in Vegas. I wish I would have fucking smoked more. You know? Ah. Uh... So there are there are dispensaries there. Oh, yeah, that you... yeah, that's where I got my weed when I went last time. Okay, okay. Like First time buying d- legal weed, bro. I felt like I was robbing a bank. Isn't that fucking weird? So weird. it's like you walk in and then like there, it's just fucking like, nugs hey, everywhere. I'm here, huh? It's like, hey, you guys know why I'm here? Exactly. Like, yes, we do, sir. Uh, would you like the dank Kush or the blueberry purple nurples or whatever oh, the fuck? Bro. 
I remember the um I'll first have time the Walter White. The Walter Whites. Why do you do that? What? Anyways, <laughs> the um my first time was in Denver, Colorado. Not no Seattle, Seattle, Washington. That freaked me the fuck out. And then yours was in uh, Vegas, right? No, mine was here, dude. They're illegal. To- oh, that, but it's recreational over over in Orlando. No, Not, I mean I, it, I it's medicinal. Know. Yeah, it's medicinal. But like, um, Brendo, isn't weed legal in D.C.? Like, it's recreational in D.C., right? Yes, sir. Have you ever been to a dispensary in D.C.? No, sir. Do they even exist in D.C.? Yes, sir. Because like I've. You would think that those dispensaries in D.C. would be fucking, like, packed at all times. Are they? I, I don't know. I've, I don't know. Shit. Well, I feel like all dispensaries are, bro. I don't think it was just because that was Vegas that we went to that it was packed out of the ass. Mm. It, it was, I feel like anywhere, any dispensary would be packed. You would think that, too, but, like, the, the place that I went to in Seattle, it like, it was literally me and two other couples two or three other couples and it was i want to say it's pretty big um i want to say like half the size of a basketball court like half court that was the entire store yep. the entire store so after vegas uh what would be the next uh location for us if we decide to go to vegas hawaii hawaii, hawaii. I believe yes. yeah. yeah hawaii yeah let me ask you guys something. Are you even excited for this anymore? Uh, to be honest just, with you, it is a little bit draining. It, it's hard. Because, it's I hard. Feel like because not everything. Yeah, because not everything is set in stone. I feel drained about it, bro. Like once no, have everything set and ready to go, I think I'll feel a little more comfortable about it. And it's like, dude, we're entering the freaking busiest seasons, and it's just like, yeah, it's like, bro, we don't. Our, fucking our heads are everywhere, and it's just busiest season like when we're going to when we plan on going to hawaii which is uh, a no, 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 march by the busy season that's like, like holidays holidays yeah okay okay that, that's what i was that's what i was thinking and that's that's very true guys like at first because for the audience just in, uh because you don't know what happens between us uh we want to go to hawaii and then like it was at first it was a thought but then um i kind of like because I, w- I wanted to go back to Japan, but I don't want to go to Japan without going to Hawaii first. So then I kind of kind of tried coaxing everybody and like saying, hey, this is actually doable if you save X, Y and Z amount, whatever. Right. So then this was like at the beginning of the fucking year. I want to say maybe even March. Right. Like yeah, a full- likely around that time, because I think we wanted to give ourselves a full year of saving. Yeah. So then around like March 2019. We were all thinking about it, and we were so excited. Like, oh, there's there's like kayaking, there's fucking ATVing, parasailing, skydiving, shark, all- shark diving, spam, the uh, fucking the sunset on the beach. Sunset and then all of us, like it, it's supposedly four of us, Clarkston, all three of us, and uh Gwen Stefani That's as fine. well. And like I just don't know where all that excitement went yeah, because it's yeah, I mean, life, life, life happened and we're all, busy. yeah, I mean, and that's true as well, but yeah, like fucked us all dude at the same time too. Yeah, definitely. But also if you think about it, like the, um, how can I say this? It's like a double edged. I want to say a double edged sword because, <clears throat> excuse me, you, you you're happy when things are set in stone, but then you can't get things set in stone 
because of money and you can't get money because uh, I, I don't know a lot of and it's all we're fucked it's also like you're not excited for it because it's so far away yeah dude i feel like february rolls around my birthday comes super bowl comes and valentine's day passes i'm gonna be like all right dude we're going to fucking hawaii in like two weeks like with the halloween horror nights trip dude like i don't know when we fucking planned it or whatever but it was literally it didn't take that long to get here so that's why i was so excited for it but like this one is just like i gotta wait a year i gotta wait nine months i gotta wait eight you know it's just like the waiting is what sucks it's five months now guys so it's creeping up. It was like a, it was twelve before. Well, yeah, but now we're entering busy times of our lives. Nah, that's true. Everyone's everyone's so like worked, out. and it, it's so funny that this was the the main topic of today's podcast. And it's just like, bleh. yeah, it's just uh, like I don't know. It's just like because it's so far away. I mean, Hawaii is going to be fun whenever we do go or when we do go. Mm-hmm. Half just, a year from now. <laughs> half a year. It's, Actually, yeah, half a year from now. But it's just like, uh, we did, I think it's because like we planned so much within the first week or month. Like we got we everything down. Out, we burned ourselves out. And it's just like, uh, oh, guys, you know, it's time to book a hotel. Eh. Airbnb. Eh. But going on trips is fun. Far away. Like, don't don't get it wrong. Going on trips is fun. Like planning trips and everything. But it's just like, uh, it's just that we burn ourselves out too fast because we got too excited. And that that is true. I mean, because like like, literally, you Lex in particular, did you made itineraries? You made things to do. You made this, that, and the other. You know, like there's so much information to take in. It's just like you got burnt out because there's no excitement to it anymore. Because like, well. Yeah, I mean, I mean that's true because like I remember of ourselves. Like there's nothing uh, wrong there's nothing wrong with being well planned and like out any of that. But it's just like eh, you you just threw it all at us at once. Yeah, and then like for months actually, yeah, we were we were planning and planning. I guess when I <clears throat> when I planned Japan, I literally it was a month. It was I'm sorry, a month and a half. I was like I okay, I'm going to I have one one month and a half to go to Japan. I just bought my ticket. I'm f- so, uh, if I don't right. take it, I'm fucked. Question: what? Can you what? just tell us and the viewers how you plan for Japan and or just Hawaii Hawaii into Japan? How did you plan for that trip? How long were you gone? How did you plan? And like, what tips can you give for people who are going to be traveling? Because literally, me with the Philippines for a month, dude. I just got on, I packed my shit for a month and I just got on the plane. There was no planning except for Singapore. I had the plan, you know, the tour guide and everything. But like Philippines, I just literally packed all the shit and went because I was there for a month. There was literally no planning to do. Like if I wanted to go there, I just go there. But you know, but you, you were on a time schedule, you know. Well, because the good thing, I mean, the beneficial thing was I, w- I was on my time schedule. Exactly. So exactly. So, and it's funny, like um. I don't know if I mentioned this in any of the episodes, but I was really depressed. No, I didn't. Um, you I was really out. depressed uh, because uh, nobody wanted to come with me to Japan. But then, like, I, I got a little better. I didn't know you. I didn't know you. I didn't, yeah, yeah. I didn't know him at the time. I mean, like, it was... And nobody... It didn't even matter because no one had money. Like, nobody had money and nobody had time. And then nobody... I, I, not not saying this about you guys, but there are a lot of people on my timeline, like on my friends lists, who are like, oh, I would love to go. Like, so do you want to go? No. <laughs> There's a lot of people like that. You want to go? Nah. 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 
and you see like but i'm I'm not saying that about you guys because you you guys want to go to you guys want to go to hawaii fuck yeah let's go to hawaii you guys want to go to las vegas well, well yeah well yeah let's go to las vegas but you, you get the point it's i'm it's you guys know that you're adults as long as you have the money you can fucking do it there there's nothing right. stopping you right of course so when it comes okay getting back to your original whatever um your tip all your i tips about traveling alone at least a lot of studying i mean like the reason why i burnt you guys out is because i had to plan this big fucking trip i had a month and a half and then like i kind of progress i kind of projected that onto you guys thinking that come on guys we we, we got a plan we got a plan hawaii we got a plan hawaii even though we have literally nine months that's, and i think plan. the reason why you spilled that all onto us so fast is because you had a plan japan so quick well the funny thing is like nah dude i i would be going for 10 days instead of 14 days and i have nothing no, to no, do. i meant it before, would just be like when your experience yeah that's oh why. yeah yeah because yeah. like you planned it so fast and it was so not last minute, but it, you planned it so fast that you were just you forget that we have a year. Yeah, because I and dude, this year was dragging, man. Oh my! God. Like I was thinking, no, no wonder everybody's so fucking burned out about Hawaii. It's just like it's not here. It's, we still have five months, and it was just like four months ago we started planning. Like, and it felt like a goddamn year. Like, when the fuck is Hawaii gonna come? Okay, um, so you guys are right. You guys are right. The burnout is real. So my apologies for putting on all that pressure on you, but at least we know where we're at. Right guys. So we know how much to save. We know what we want to do. It's just the waiting is the hardest part. Right. So, so, um, but so when it comes to me planning, (sighs) planning Hawaii was, it was pretty much easy. It's, Pick a flight. I mean, pick dates. Okay. Pick dates. Just any random dates. Um, pick how long. Pick a pick a car and pick a hotel. So the, those are the tough ones. So actually, no, I'm sorry. Step one. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Which is why I was telling I wanted to get everything out of the way. John, what do you want to do there? Uh, shark diving. Brenda, what do you want to do there? I want the the sunset on the beach. I want a tattoo, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's why I got that out of the way. That way, I can uh see which locations were good. You know what I mean? Like, okay, so if we're if we stay here, we can go over here. We can go here, and then easy peasy lemon squeezy. We everybody's happy. We all can get or whatever we want done. So where do you want to go? That's number one. Then the next the next step is the flights and hotels and whatever. Now, that's America because it, it's simple. You, you don't like the place you fucking you fucking get on a plane back home. Japan is a little different because of the language barrier and like the culture. Japan, I I still do the thing. I still pick what is it I want to do there and where do I want to stay? So where's the best place to stay? So I plan out a map and whatever. And then the dates, the dates were kind of, I want to say just like a dartboard. It was just whenever no no that's a lot huh they weren't set in stone were they 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 weren't it was rather flexible the only thing that i wanted to do there was catch the cherry blossoms and god damn it i fucking missed it by literally like five days 
they they were in full bloom and all those beautiful pictures you see of like tokyo just littered with pink pink uh like uh petals it gone and i was five days late i was in hawaii when that happened so uh that's why i want to go moving on so that was the the dartboard right there i just picked whenever the fuck i wanted to do it uh 14 days i said you know that's a good that's a good time for me because whatever it's i mean i got enough money for it so and i'm never going to japan again which jokes on me <laughs> um cuz i didn't think i would ever i was ever going to save that much money that that was a lot of money like i i didn't live like a king but i i could have lived like a king but then have no money when i got got home right. i but anyways moving on um save up the money make sure you have uh do research on every single thing that you want to do what you needed because what i did over in tokyo is i did this thing called a mari car which is basically you drive around the streets of tokyo in a fucking go-kart now had i just been reckless i wouldn't have been able to do it because you need an america an international driver's license that you can pick up for 25 bucks at the at a triple a that's it yep 25 bucks you can john can pay tweets 25 dollars at a triple a here's your international driver's license this is when it's um uh what is it this it is when it is usable uh this is when it expires and good luck have fun in japan driving in the fucking middle of this li- the literal oh, streets shit. in a fucking oh yeah dude i'll definitely show because it's not mari car anymore because they uh, they got sued by nintendo uh, but I'll, I'll definitely show you a link, and which is one of the reasons why. And a hundred bucks, a hundred U.S. dollar. Well, because it's ten thousand, ten thousand yen, which is essentially a hundred dollars. Buys you a fucking the the costume rental. Buys you uh the rental for the go kart, the rental for the cost um a go a okay a bullshit GoPro, but then a memory card as well. So then you're like you're driving around. And anyways, moving on. Like, think about what you need to do bef- to do to be able to do all those things, and then think about how you're getting around. Like, uh, I had to. The main transportation was a train, so then I had to research the train fares, how to do this, what apps I needed. Which, by the way, if anybody is thinking about going to Tokyo, I will definitely tell you the apps I use because. When I first arrived there, I wanted to blow my fucking brains out. I, it was like I was tired as fuck. I didn't know Japanese. I only know Kitsuin, which means smoking, which I did a lot of. <laughs> and then like, but then the train, like, I, I, I wanted to shit myself. But then I calmed down. I said, okay, you paid. Oh, I paid for the um, international because I have Verizon. Verizon allows you to pay $10 extra a day for one gigabyte of um, one gigabyte of data at like 4, 4G. Then after that, it gets slow to a fucking crawl until you pay another 10 bucks. So I was able to use Google Maps there. Google Maps and this other app, I think it's called like Tokyo Tours or something. I don't know. Whatever. I'll, I'll put a link in the description in, on this podcast. That saved my ass. Um, other than that, guys, I mean that—that's pretty much all I really have to say. Without going on for like forever, you know, I, I want to. How much did it? How much did your trip cost? 
in total, <sighs> including spending money, obviously. Okay, I want to say for me to for me to do whatever the fuck Lex wanted, and then also going uh doing air air Hawaii or Hawaiian Air, uh, then United, and then Anna. Uh, Air Nippon Airways, which it's a beautiful airline. It's really good. Um, so the, I'm uh, the reason why I'm telling you this is because they they weren't like fucking like this, you know, like Spirit Airlines or whatever. You know, these were good airlines. The and the hotels I stayed in, and then my spending money, whatever porn I wanted, I fucking bought. Whatever sex toys I wanted, I fucking bought. Whatever manga I bought it, I fucking bought. Whatever. Wherever I wanted to eat, I, I could eat. Anywhere. And this is Hawaii and Japan. I want to say a good seven grand. But that was three weeks. Seven grand bought me the flights, the hotels, the cars, the transportation, the food, and then your tour guide, tour guide well because the beautiful thing about the japanese tour guide is there's this there's a service that they have called tokyo free tours um which okay everybody was scared for my life but japanese people yeah trafficking happens in japan um but it's not it's not like super scary like it happens in the red light district basically so, like, if you are unfortunate enough to actually meet a Yakuza or whatever, then, yeah, you're fucked. But in Tokyo, I re- excuse me, I, gotta, I need to cut that out. In Tokyo, <laughs> I remember. Just fucking leave it. Yeah, just leave it. Fuck it. I remember going out at, like, fucking, I'm hungry. There's a convenience store literally across the street. From and then going out at three o'clock in the morning, grabbing like a Picari sweat or whatever the fuck, and then like just drinking it and just staying outside. No, there's there's no yelling, there's no honking, there's no nothing, and I could literally just walk anywhere I wanted at like three o'clock in the morning, wherever I wanted. So now the reason why I bring that up is, um, Tokyo Free Guide. Everyone thought that this was a scam where people were going to kidnap me and steal my kidneys. No, I would have bought it. Tokyo, huh? I would have bought them for you. Just Tokyo. Because- oh, thanks. Go, go. Sorry, the Furious. <laughs> I, I really like that movie. Nobody liked that movie. It's like right? the worst one. Oh, I love that I, movie. I love that. It's a really good movie. I loved it because it was it was pure Japanese. You know, Han dies. Yeah, that kind of sucks. But then, like, and then you go to the Shibuya Crossing where Han dies. I think. I think that was Shibuya Crossing or it whatever. Was, it was. It was. It was. And then you go there and like, holy fucking shit. I'm fucking here. There's a big fucking Starbucks over there too. The popular, the most popular Starbucks in Tokyo. Let me go up here and get a drink with the, with the English speaker, uh, Japanese people. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. The um, Tokyo Free Tours is basically volunteer tour guides for around tokyo the thing is they pay for absolutely nothing nothing i'm john and i were having a discussion with this too about this like that's fucking that's fucking bananas dude how fucking expensive is that now considering paid tour guides are 30 30 to 35 dollars or even fucking 45 dollars an hour right paid tour guides the amount of time that uh, my tour guide spent with me 
And all I had to do was buy her, buy her and him lunch and then dinner. And literally that's it. Like that, that's a fucking steal. That's like 60 bucks. And then I didn't even need to buy them like gifts. It's literally you buy them food and you buy them water. You make sure that they're comfortable. But then I still, I still made it so that I w- I was very over accommodating. Like I spent so much on these guys and it still didn't compare because we, we were out, we were out for fucking hours. Like I want to say like a solid eight hours for three days, three days. I had guides solid eight hours. And then I spent probably a hundred dollars on them and they were really happy. And this is not just only food. It was also like little trinkets for them to say, th- say thank you. And in turn, they treated me very well by like, okay, well, I'm really fucking tired right now because my there's no such thing as an overtime cap in Japan. Uh, but since you're so nice to me, I'll we'll go here. You like smoking, right? So we'll go over here and we'll we'll have a cigarette and then you can have a beer, whatever. And I'll just tell you more about Tokyo. And then there you go. It's great. So I would definitely recommend that for anybody who's in going to Tokyo, uh, Tokyo free, Tokyo free guide or Tokyo free guides. Just Google it or something like that. But it's a very, very good service. And it's a hundred dollars, like fucking a hundred bucks a day. But like for eight hours, that's really fucking good. And on top of that, well, moving on, I'm just repeating myself. But yeah, that's that's pretty much the only advice I really have for anybody to go um to Tokyo and that's pretty much how I planned. So it's what do I want to do? How am I going to get there? Uh, how am I going to get here? How much is it going to cost? What do I want to buy here? Do I have do I need to set aside extra money for whatever? Do I need to do laundry? Can I do laundry there? Do I need to buy clothes? Do I need there's just so much to really to really well, how can I say this factor in? But it's if you have a month and a half then you really just got to do your research. But all stems from what do you want to do? That's the number one thing that I would recommend that I would tell anybody. What is it you want to do? Because if like, I just want to go eat sushi. It's like, do you really need 14 (laughs) days for sushi or something like that? You know, so be, be real with yourself. And do you really want to spend thousands of dollars? Like, no, you want to eat? (laughs) that's it okay guys well that that's that's my story without getting way way too deep into tokyo because like i said i can i can talk about tokyo for fucking hours dude you should see his pictures they're fucking beautiful oh my god i want you guys to go so badly i really do because it's it's how can I say? Because I'm I'm a fat guy, all right. I'm a fat guy, and I just told you that otaku, fat otaku, aren't really are frowned upon in Tokyo. But if it was a group of fucking like Americans, like people just speaking pure English, like going around Tokyo, it's it's a normal thing. Like oh, fucking fat Americans, let me just leave them alone instead of like completely <laughs> judge them. You know what I mean? So like, oh, but legs. What do they feel about tattoos? Now here's the thing. Like Clarkston doesn't Clarkston is scared of going to Tokyo because he might think that people might think that there are um, Yakuza, right? And that was the whole trend. And then like even all of our friends are saying, hey, stay out, stay out of Tokyo because of tattoos, stay out of Tokyo because of tattoos. But then my tour guide, uh, I won't mention any names just because I value his privacy. Like 
they're real sticklers for respect over there. They, it is respect, respect, respect. That's the only thing I got to tell you. Another thing he, like there were these Vietnamese tourists and like there was this guy who fucking looked like he was like a Vietnamese gangster, but then he was in the middle of a temple. So then he, he was like all sleeved up, all fucking bald head, like the, the typical, yeah, like a typical Asian gangster, but still nobody really gave him shit. Well, granted he was in the group, but nobody really gave him shit. Now, uh, my tour guide did say that there are onsens, there are public baths, and then there are saunas uh, that do not allow tattoos. Uh, like no tattoo, no tattoos, because it like you know it it still frightens the old people. You know what I mean? But just like America, Japan is you know they're changing with the times a little bit. The only people who are really gonna be scared of you are the old people who who have it who. The old people in America, uh, the old Americans who still think marijuana is bad, it's kind of like that. The old people in Japan Fuck who those still, people. yeah, like even no matter how much evidence you prove, like marijuana has never killed anybody or whatever, they still say, oh, marijuana is bad. The are the old people in Tokyo or the old people in Japan, the young people, they'll think it's cool. They'll think it's, you know, just like fucking normal, normal young kids. Yeah. You know, people under 30, let's just say that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much about all I know about tattoos. Like there are some places that don't like it, but then it's genuinely, especially if you're foreign, they don't really care. That's it. And isn't it usually the people who are just like, marijuana is bad for you. Hold on. Got to sip the rest of this whiskey. Marijuana is bad for you. Like, yeah. And like, get off my property before I start shooting you without uh, stand your ground. Hey, sister wife, bring me my shotgun. Sister wife, I'm your cousin too, you idiot. (laughs) Ew. And and your mom. I don't know how the fuck that works. Oh, that, that's, that's true that's that's fucking weird as shit how they they just can't get it through their minds but yeah so um gentlemen i think it's been an over an hour and 10 minutes oh yes sir so if you know hey, John. yes what does dk stand for dk drift king no donkey, donkey kong, kong. <laughs> and he got to get that. This you has got, been the Nothing it? Else on Podcast. I'm signing off now. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get it in there. Oh, that shit's so fucking funny. It really was. And then all of a sudden, John's going to be getting it. What was it? A Mustang? It was a Mustang, right? <laughs> that they. <laughs> hey, th- those cars really do know how to drift. <laughs> oh, <excuse me. laughs> Into people. Uh, that That's it. Like when you when you showed me that meme of the the white car, I, I swore I thought it was like who sprayed white paint on this red uh, Mustang. Oh, it's like no, no. <laughs> it took me a little bit to get that. But um, yeah, gentlemen. So final thoughts on um our trips, our uh, Hawaii trip. Um, I can't fucking wait, and I hope you all go to Hawaii too. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, I'm. Shit. I'm and I'm hoping you guys will muster enough money on FanDuel <laughs> to come with me to, to pay for to pay for Japan to pay for Japan because guys I want you to go. I'm flat I'm out, Lex, so I'll be honest with you, bro. 
What? I- I'm all withdrawn out of FanDuel right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and here's here's where I become a good friend and tell you, just twenty more dollars, John. Just twenty, just more, 20 dollars. more dollars. Deposited. <laughs> <laughs> love you guys. Yeah, I love you guys. Adios, y'all. <laughs>